In Spring Branch, we speak more than 145 different languages, and that diversity translates into a thriving economy. Our district's a melting pot. It's a great place to find the staff you need. Spring Branch is working for business. Yours. Find out more at spmda.org. Hi, and welcome to Looped In. This is the Houston Chronicle podcast all about real estate. The dirt, the deals, the people, the places. It's all here. I'm Rebecca Schutz, housing reporter at the Houston Chronicle, and I'm here today to talk Luby's, the classic Houston-based cafeteria-style restaurant that has been around for as long as I've been alive. On an earlier episode, we spoke with our food critic, Allison Cook, about it, and as she put it, there's something eternal about it. So when Luby's board voted to liquidate the brand, I was like, what? But as I soon realized, liquidating Luby's is different than Luby's disappearing. I met up with Amanda Drain, who was then working as our retail reporter, to talk about what the heck is up with Luby's. Hi, Amanda. <laughs> Hello, Rebecca. Great to finally have you on Lubed In. It's been too long. It has been too long. What better to talk about than Luby's? Yeah. Luby's, it brings us together. So today we went to Luby's for Amanda's first time. It's a big deal. Although she's been writing about it for a year and a half. A year and a half. But we've also been in the pandemic for a year and a half because Amanda joined us during the pandemic. But I finally made it over there. Mm-hmm. It was it was overdue. Okay. So basically, I was like, I think everyone needs to be caught up. We were even talking to one of our coworkers yesterday saying that we're going to go to Luby's. And she's like, I thought it went bankrupt. And I was like, exactly. We've been hearing about Luby's has been in the headlines for a year. We've been hearing about it. But I feel like there's a lot of confusion about like, do they still exist? Amanda made like a map of all the ones that you can still go to. Let's invite Amanda to tell us what's up with Luby's. Yeah, the map came out of how many readers were emailing me asking me, is my local Luby's going to stay open? And there were so many questions that I, I felt like a map was warranted. But basically, there's a lot going on in Luby's land. There's a lot of moving pieces. Do, do you think we should explain Luby's to people? I feel like some people haven't heard of it, yeah. even though it is very famous. So Luby's is a, a Texas icon. To be honest, I hadn't heard of it until I moved to Texas last year. Um, they don't have any Luby's in Massachusetts. I'm not sure if they did at yeah, one point. Yeah, I don't know why. I thought they were like nationally famous because there's like some comic strip where there's a character named Luann and I thought it was a reference to Luann Platter. King of the Hill. Uh, you're talking a TV show? Yeah, it's like an animated TV Oh, maybe that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Is or, it a reference to well, Luby's? His wife is named Luann. Allegedly, she was named after Luann Platter. You see why I thought this place was nationally famous. <laughs> it kind of is. Yeah. Well, I mean, Texas is a big state. Yeah. So it's what's famous for Texas is is pretty. But it's like common. an old school cafeteria style place where you can get your your square fish. Yeah. Chicken almondine. Some sort of fish almondine. Oh, that's right. It was fish. You can get your Jello. Mm-hmm. Um, mac and cheese. You can get your mac and cheese and jalapeno cornbread. But yeah, we showed up and Amanda was like, how does this work? And I was like, it's literally a cafeteria. Here's your tray. Here's your napkin. <laughs> Let's go. So that's Luby's. Okay. So Luby's Inc. is still publicly traded. They're a, a large company that is selling off its assets in pieces, one of them being the Luby's cafeteria brand. 
and there's also the real estate, and they also own Fuddruckers. They used to. They have since sold it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) So where we are right now with the Luby's restaurants is um, the – a Chicago catering entrepreneur, he came to Texas and he bought a bunch of Lubies. He bought 35 Lubies in Texas. Because Lubies was liquidating. He was like, I'll come right. in and scoop some of them up, but not all of them. But not all of them. Lubies Inc. is still crossing its fingers that he will buy more of them. His name is Calvin Jin. Um, and he's saying that he may buy more of them. Um, but for now, even the ones he hasn't bought, he's managing. I feel like this is something we were sort of talking about yesterday, which is Luby's. I feel like people are like, oh, Luby's. I have memories of Luby's, but they're struggling. Any insight on why that is? Why a place people feel so many emotions about is having such a hard time? I mean, we went there. There's hardly anyone there, right? I think that your food is tricky. You can make good food, but you have to make the whole thing Mm -hmm. work and to his credit, he's not buying the real estate because he wants to singularly focus on making the numbers work for the restaurants. Oh. And he said the food is not the food itself is not the problem. And he wants to do more to remind people of So of he's why running the brand left. without owning the locations. Right. It's interesting because it seems like it'd be good real estate. The real estate is is They're big. Yeah. But it would also have been a big investment for him. And he doesn't see himself as a landlord. I see, I see. That was one of the things that struck me because I was like, people say that cafeteria style food is going out of style, that like people don't think it's as fresh. But I feel like there's a lot of places like Sweet Green or whatever, where you go down the line, Chipotle, you go down the line, but they're all very small. Like I'm speaking as someone who has not looked into this or talked to anyone, any experts, but like Luby's, I feel like a lot of places it's like, you have the cafeteria line and then you have like six tables maybe and Luby's has. Yeah. It is giant. It's like a cafeteria in that, seating as well. You're right. I mean, that's definitely part of the equation when Luby's, when it rose in popularity, it did so in a time when big restaurants did well. Mm-hmm. But now the smaller format is the way many are going and Calvin Jin will have to try and figure out how to make the large format restaurant work. So there's this common misconception that they went bankrupt. They didn't actually. They, they just decided to liquidate some of their assets because they weren't performing well. New owner wants to make some changes. Not quite clear what those changes will be. But yes, there's hope for some Lubies yet. But some of them did close. Right. Some yeah. of them did close. Some more may close, depending okay. on the way the rest of the liquidation goes. And today we were eating our um, fried fish and our mashed potatoes and mac and cheese. After writing about it for a year and a half, did it live up to the hype? Yeah, it was comforting. It was it was a good. I feel like it was a good day to go. It was rainy outside, mm-hmm. and it did feel comforting to eat my square fish and some iced tea, and mm-hmm. a little mac and cheese, little greens. Mm-hmm. I got a slice of cheesecake because whenever I went through when I was a kid, I'd always be like, can I get dessert? So we we got ourselves dessert. Yeah. I like tomato's dessert better than mine. <laughs> the chocolate cake was, was yeah, good. Yeah, we're into the chocolate cake. I don't know. It is like a trip down memory lane to get the tray and to push it down, the little metal things that hold the tray, just like you did yeah. in school. Yeah, I was thinking about it. I was like, 
there are things that we just love because they remind us of our youth. But at the same time, we're not going to go out on a weekend. It's almost like maybe if I took my kids out of school for a dentist appointment, I might take them to Luby's. Yeah. Before bringing them back to school. But yeah, I think it's both a pro and in something you're going to have to wrestle with. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Cool. Well, thanks so much for catching us up, Amanda. Of course. Thanks for having me on. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in. If you ever want to send an idea for a podcast or just say hi, you can reach out on Facebook or Twitter. I'm at R.A. Shoots. That's R-A-S-C-H-U-E-T-Z. And on our show notes, if you go to HoustonChronicle.com slash looped in, we'll have a link to Amanda's map of which Houston lubies were purchased by Calvin Jinn, saving them from closure. Thanks to our print editor, Lily Thomas. Scott Kingsley is our producer. Thanks to Farrell Gibbs and his band, All the Kimonos, for the theme music. Until next time.